This show is brought to you by the Cash App. It's the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is the simplest way to send and receive money. You know this, man, especially when your friends owe you and when you owe them and you can't see them in person. The days of giving your friend a check are over, okay? The days of seeing each other in person to give your friend that $20 bill. Nope, no one's ever going to touch actual cash money again because it's covered in germs. It's disgusting. Cash App is the only sanitary way <laughs> to send money. Cash App is also the easiest way to try and grow your money in the stock market with their investing feature. With the Cash App, you can instantly invest in any stock as little as $1. I highly recommend the stock of Purell and Thermometers. Did you know that brokerage services are provided by Cash App Investing, a subsidiary of Square and member SIPC? Well, now you do. As always, when you sign up for the Cash App and use the promo code Whitney, not only will you instantly receive 10 bucks, which I think we could all use right now, 10 bucks. Cash App's also going to donate 10 bucks to the Trevor Project, an amazing organization that provides protective services to LGBTQ youth across America. Promo code Whitney. Download Cash App Whitney. $10. What? Why wouldn't you do that? What are you doing? Do it. All right. Hello? Hello? Is this working? Shalom? Uh, Kanichiwa? Guten Tag? Let's see how many I can name. Ola? Aloha? Shit, I already run out. Bonjour? Um, what's up? <laughs> Yo? Um, hi. <sighs> Bunker episode number two. Here I am, alone, in a room, <laughs> talking to myself. <laughs> this is so weird. And I must say, the last Bunker episode I posted really worried you guys, because uh, I'm clearly going off the deep end, and I'm not designed to be alone in a house for a month. But I don't think any of us are, and none of us are. It's not natural. It's not normal. We're all getting a little kooky, a little kooky, 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 kooky. Kook. I mean, I'm a kook, dude. I'm a full kook. Everyone knows that. So I'm already 100% pure kook. And now I'm alone all day and I don't have anyone checking my behavior or calling me out on the weird shit I do. So I'm just getting weirder and fucking weirder. Comedians are not meant to be alone. They're meant to be around other comedians who call them out on their shit and tell them when they're being ridiculous. I don't have anyone doing that right now. And uh, I'm getting more and more ridiculous. So, but the show must go on. We must keep podcasting. <laughs> we got to keep podcasting. We got to stay connected to each other, you know? I was actually worried about podcasting this week because everything is so sensitivo right now. Like, something that's funny right now might be horrifyingly offensive in like two hours. So I hope this holds up. Hope I don't say anything horrific. I mean, remember like two months ago? <laughs> remember two months ago when I was saying that coronavirus wasn't that big of a deal? <laughs> and uh, when I was saying like, 
your chances of dying from a shark attack are higher. Yeah, and here I am. Cut to me alone in my podcast room with some rosé. Rosé all day, motherfucker. Ah, see that? Just open up a can there um, of my beverages. I gotta have my beverages out. I don't have anyone to like... Normally, Benton is here to like say shit while I'm opening things and moving stuff around and collecting my thoughts, but it's just me, and this is... This is hard. <laughs> this is hard to carry on a conversation with yourself. <laughs> I... Uh, do what you guys know. Benton is at home. He is taking taking care of himself. Uh, if you miss him as much as I do, you can tune into him pretty much anytime you want on Instagram Live because he is never not living. And he'll do makeup tutorials. He does. He'll show off his baubles, his uh, uh, barbed wire chokers that he, I guess, wears when he's alone. He's piercing his, I mean, every time I see him, he's got new piercings in. He's bedazzled his whole uh, head and face. Uh, he's really just having a rump springer over there in his quarantine. <laughs> he's having his chrysalis. The caterpillar has become a butterfly. Um, so, yeah, tune in to Pooh Bear, uh, Benton Ray on his Instagram. Uh, it's probably going to be a little more uplifting <laughs> than me right now. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm so curious. Are you guys, uh, are you working from home? Are you having to go into work in masks? Are we, are, are you quarantining with a person, with a husband, a wife? Uh, are you, what are you doing right now? Cause I think people usually listen to the podcast when they're at work or going to work, but y'all are at home. What are you, where are you? What are you doing? Where the fuck are you? Where are you? I'm so curious. Like, I feel like a lot of you are probably quarantining with your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, kids, whatever, and you're probably on a walk. You're probably getting some air. You listen to your podcast, get some air. Got to get some distance. You got to go outside, go fart. You know, how are new couples farting? There are people who have been together for like six months that are now in the same apartment for like four months. I don't know how long it's going to go on. How are they farting? What are they doing? How are they doing a number two? Because in the first couple months of relationship, I mean, you're driving a Starbucks, you're going to a hotel lobby. Like, what are you guys doing? Ch trapped together? You know, I mean, I feel like yeah, you go, you know, you go to the bathroom, the key is to turn the faucet on, and then flush the toilet while you're doing a two, and then spray a bunch of perfume. I mean, they're going to know, but this is it. This is it. This is where the rubber hits the road. You know what I mean? You guys are about to find out who each other really is. You're going to find out that the other person does number twos. <laughs> You're going to find out a lot about your girlfriend because she can't go to the salon. You're about to find out that she's got a full mustache. Um, you're about to find out that she has one eyebrow total. Uh we can't go wax our eyebrows are going to start growing in as the as the one brow that they were meant to be the uni brow i mean i already got mine it looks like i'm wearing a visor <sighs> all right we're i mean we're gonna get where there's a lot to get to I'm, i feel like i'm overwhelming myself see benton usually keeps me on track this is where he'd say get on track stop digressing about your facial hair um i will talk about tiger king at the end of this episode i'm not gonna do it up front because i'm gonna get i'll get too spicy 
I don't want to open out on an angry note. Open out. That's not a phrase. Um, all right. So let's just, I mean, what's happened? Like, I'm trying to process what's going on. This is so surreal. Like, I went out this morning for a walk. Everyone was wearing masks around my neighborhood. Like, but not masks, like bandanas over their faces. Like, everyone looks like a bandit in the 1940s. Everyone looks like an outlaw <laughs> in a black and white picture. I bet burglars are psyched, dude. <laughs> Everyone's wearing masks now. It's probably so much easier to burgle people. Because you know, it used to be like, it's amazing how quickly we went from finding ma people wearing masks to being ominous and dangerous to now if you're not wearing a mask, you're dangerous. Like it used to be you see someone in a mask and that's like code for this person is going to kill me. This person is going to try to hurt me, rob me, burgle me. Now, if someone's not wearing a mask, they're the new people with masks. The people, they're the new villains. If I can see your whore mouth, you're a villain now. If you don't cover up your face, you're the weirdo. That happens so quickly, huh? And you got to wear the mask. I, I mean, look, th this just happened, you know? Like, by the time you've learned something, people are already outraged that you're not doing it. Like, I just, I got it. Okay. I, I, last week, they said masks didn't stop the spread. Now they're saying the masks are good because it makes you not touch your face. Okay. All right. I got it. Just give me a second to fucking tie it around my face. <laughs> It's just, I got, it's just so wild that like something that's funny right now, tomorrow is going to be get you canceled. Like I, I thought it would be setting a good example to wear a mask on Instagram in this little dumb TikTok video I did. Right. So it was like a fabric mask that a friend of mine made. It was um, like a light blue. So I'm wearing it. I'm like being an idiot. And everyone's like, you need to give that mask to the nurses. I was like, no, this isn't an N95. This isn't the mask that they need. Like, yes, of course they need masks. But this, I was also just told I'm supposed to wear masks whenever I'm outside my house. So I took it down. That's how bad it was. Took it down. Next day, I post me not wearing a mask. Where's your mask? Your spittle is full of little murderers. You're a murderer. It's like, Jesus, I don't, I'm just not going to post for a while. People are just, people are at breaking point. That's what's happening. We're at peak irritable. But I like seeing people wear masks. I, I, I like it. And I know a lot of people are like, but it doesn't really stop the transmission. Because everyone's a doctor now. Everyone's a scientist now. Doesn't stop the transmission. Okay. But you know what it does? It's psychological. Okay. When I see someone in a mask, I know we're on the same page. I get it. You get it. I get it. We're, we're in this together. It sends a nonverbal message that you believe in science and you read the news, the real news, right? It's like wearing a, if you're, you see someone wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers hat and you're wearing a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey and you're like, yeah, we, yeah, me and you, we get it. Yeah, okay, good. We don't have to street fight each other. We're on the same page. That's what the mask is. The mask is like, it's like... <sighs> It's like the new, like, holster for your cell phone on your belt. You're a fucking dork, but you've never lost your phone, you know? We got to just all be dorks now. Like, uh, the mask, wearing the mask, it's like, it's like wearing a fanny pack. You're a fucking dork, but it works, right? The mask, it's like the fanny pack of the face. Okay, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, that's who we are now, all right? That's it. 
It makes other people feel safe also. It's wild, though, because first time I said wild. Two weeks ago, when you saw someone wearing a mask, you'd be like, oh, God, that person's self-obsessed. It's just, and then in the last couple of days, it's like, if you don't wear a mask, you're a fucking asshole, you know? It's like the new um, I voted sticker. It's like wearing a sticker that said I voted. Good. I don't have to ask if you voted. You're letting me know so I don't have to. Okay. We, none of, neither of us have to wonder. Okay. It's not for, the mask isn't just for you. It's for other people's anxiety so that they don't have to have a panic attack when they see your dumb whole face showing, you know? Just put it on. Everyone's going to be a little bit calmer. What's so wrong What's so wrong with that, guys? It also solves a lot of problems. You know, what, wearing a mask is kind of, um, it kind of makes you invisible. <laughs> it's kind of great. Like, you can scowl at people. You can talk to yourself. You can have food in your teeth and have bad breath. Like, it kind of checks a lot of boxes. Like, I'm, I, I don't know if we're going to, once we go mask, we might not be able to go back after this. We're all doing it, Okay. Says, don't be a brat about it. Like, I, I'm already totally, I've been wearing a mask for two days. I've got zits on my chin. I'm all broken out. I've got freaking acne. Like, what is what we're doing? You don't have to wear as much makeup. You don't have to wear lip liner anymore. It's great. Just lean in. Be positive. Mm. Ah, delicious. I, um, I'm really sending love out to the couples out there. Stuck inside together, fighting about masks. <laughs> I mean, what's going on? I got to know. Are you guys, are you couples? Are you growing closer? Are you bonding over this? Are we falling deeper in love? Or are you trying to figure out how to fake your death? What is it? Is this like a second honeymoon? Or are you looking up ways to poison your significant other? What? I'm just so curious. You know? People are like, maybe if I just put the hand sanitizer in the lasagna, I'll die a slow death. Serves him right for leaving skid marks in the toilet every morning. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Is this like full War of the Roses? What's happening? I feel like couples are at the point where they're fighting, not just fighting, but fighting about how they fight. Fighting about fighting. That's what happens at the month point of quarantine. Being together too long in a confined space, you literally start fighting about how you fight. You've lost the plot about what the fight's even about in the first place. You know those? We've all done that shit. Why are you using that tone? What tone? You use a tone. No, I don't. Yes, you do. That was ju you just did it when you said, no, I don't. You use a tone that undoes what you're saying. You'll be like, well, I'm sorry, which means you're not sorry. You're just saying it to get this fight to end. Well, I want the fight to end. Okay, so you admit we're in a fight. <laughs> That's some shit I would do. Uh, I'm a gotcha bitch. Gotcha! Gosh, that's the worst when you start fighting about fighting and forget what the fight's even about. You're doing that thing where you exhale super loud while we're fighting. Oh, I can't breathe now? I can't breathe if we're arguing? You know what I mean? There's a difference between breathing and exhaling loudly to try to hurt me. <sighs> that's not breathing. That's angrily huffing at me. The subtext is fuck you. That's, your, it's, that's not you getting oxygen. That's you saying fuck you with your lungs. <sighs> I just did it to myself. <laughs> You're doing that thing where you roll your eyes. I'm not rolling my eyes. Yes, you are. You can't see your own eyes. 
because they're rolled up in your head. The fact that you can't see them is proving my point that you roll them when you talk to me. <laughs> and then you're finally like, wait, what were we fighting about? The other person's like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm sure you'll do it again. You'll probably do the shitty thing that we're fighting about again, and then we'll remember. Or, or, or when you start fighting about fighting, and then you get back to being like, what were we fighting about again? And then you just start brainstorming all the things you hate about the other person and trying to remember what the fight was about. You just start <laughs> listing all of their flaws. You're like, okay, um, wait a sec. Okay, now that we we covered the tone thing and the eye rolling thing, uh, what were we fighting about again? Was it about how you leave the fridge door open all the time? No, it wasn't that. But please stop doing that, obviously. Uh, was it about how you shave your arms and leave the hair in the sink? Was that what we were fighting about? Oh my God, wait, was it about how you always eat the last bit of cereal without ordering more or telling me? Or was it about how you check out other girls in front of me in public? Was it about that? Huh. Oh my God, I know. Was it about how you always have like 12 DMs in your Instagram, but you only have like five friends, which doesn't add up at all? Could that have been it? Oh my God. Was it about how you always leave your fucking plate in the sink with shit on it for me to clean up like you live in a hotel? Like I'm your cleaning lady? And then when you do something, put something in the dishwasher, it has sauce on it because you're too lazy to rinse the shit off. And that's obviously going to break the fucking dishwasher, you spoiled child. No, there wasn't that, huh? Oh, was it about how you drag your feet and it scratches the floor? And you haven't ordered a carpet that I asked you to order. So we're now in this fucking holding pattern of you scratching the floor. Oh, my God. Was it about how you forget to blow the candles out? Or when you do blow the candles out, it fucking blows wax everywhere. And then I have to scrape it off with a little fucking knife. And then it ruins the table. Oh, my God. I know what it was. It was probably about how you send the heart eye emojis to your ex when she sends you pictures of her kid, which is just so weird. No? Okay. Oh, my God. Ooh, it was about how you always hang out with your friends but never hang out with mine. Or it was about how you're using all the toilet paper. That was it. I got it. It's how you're using all the toilet paper. Even though we're in a pandemic. That was it. Okay. We got it. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> now that I've listed everything I hate about you. <laughs> God, I am hearing a lot of people complain about their, their significant other's toilet paper use. That's the big fight that's going on and i i mean this is it this is where you're really finding out how much toilet paper your significant other needs you know it's the first time people are doing math on toilet paper you know it's not an equation you really want to do y equals mx plus size of butthole plus six squares equals divorce <laughs> like i don't understand how people are using so much toilet paper my friend's husband went through a roll in like two days. He was, uh, how much, dude, how big is your asshole? <laughs> how much poop do you get on your butt cheeks? Like I can't, like we had six rolls two days ago. That's, are, are you, how often are you, what are you eating? Okay. What a nightmare to have to think about how much toilet paper your spouse is using, you know? God, all, this whole thing is, I do think, making everyone notice minutia they've never noticed before. Like, I was on FaceTime with a friend of mine the other day, a very good friend of mine. And um, she started washing her hands while we were on FaceTime. And she took, I can't even say it, I'm speechless. She took a paper towel 
off the paper towel thing and dried her hands with a paper towel. What? What are you, the fucking Queen of England? You're using paper towels to dry your hands, you fucking pig? Is You use a dish towel. What is that? You fucking Kate Middleton? We're in a pandemic! Literal and figurative. You never know what the next time you're gonna go to the store is. You slob, I just hit something. I got so mad, I'm gesticulating. You're seeing shit on Zoom that you're seeing things. I'm seeing lots of people eating out of their chips and they, they're in a bag of chips and they just jam their hand in the bag of chips over and fucking over. Dude, pour it out on the plate, eat the chips. I don't need to hear you jam your fist, your bag of chips for 20 minutes. T turn it over onto a napkin. Maybe a paper towel would actually be appropriate for that, but I'm just, people are getting on my nerves. I think we're all getting on each other's nerves. We're high stress. Don't want to know about how much toilet paper you're using, but we have to get into it. You have to have this conversation with people. Okay, I don't use a lot of toilet paper. No, three squares. I can get it done in three squares for number one, three squares. I mean, you never know. That's that's probably my average. Sometimes you need more if things get a little out of hand, you know, if things go full sprinkler. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes your crevices get indecisive and unpredictable and... <laughs> And it's every day it's different. You never know how much you're going to need. It's you never it's it's never the same stream shape twice. I don't know what why there's a new configuration every d given day. It's always surprising what angle the pee comes out. I'm I'm never not surprised. I'm always like, "Oh, okay. It's a lightly graze my thigh kind of day." All right. Maybe I slept weird. I don't know. Why is my pee coming out differently today? Maybe my underwear is too tight. I don't know, or too loose. Maybe my jeans don't fit right. Maybe it just, maybe these, these are the jeans that make me need four squares. Copy that. Always a surprise which direction it goes. I mean, especially when you pee outside, that's always very surprising. When you squat and you think that <laughs> your pee's gonna be a straight line, but that always hits you in the ankle every time. You're like, huh, my ankle is like a foot away. I'm doing a full, Spread. I'm doing a full squat, full warrior one, holding a tree branch, and my pee still managed to hit me in the hamstring. How did pee get on my lower back? That was incredible. What kind of origami <laughs> is going on down there to make my stream go so amuck? I'm digressing. Sorry. Um, see, this is normally where Bented would just ask me lots of questions uh, about female anatomy. And I would have make up some, I pretend I knew the answers. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's very good, but he knows a lot about this shit. Like toilet paper. I, I, I mean, you, first of all, this is a side note. I had a gynecologist tell me for all you toilet paper hogs out there, you got to pat dry, never rub dry, never. You got to tap, pat, pat, pat. Don't wipe your delicate tulip. Okay, I don't know what you guys, guys, you guys shake your dicks or something like a, like a Polaroid, I, th I think. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to know. But for all you lassies out there, you should be patting, not wiping your crevasse. Stop scrubbing it. It's not a dirty Honda Accord. It's not an old PT Cruiser. Pat it. Pat it. Hold. Pat. Hold. Let it soak up. Don't, don't rub. Pat. Pat, pat, pat. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> pat, pat, pat. Always pat. Got to take care of that. You know what I mean? 
It's like it's like you it's like with your face, you don't rub down when you put your product on. You rub up. You know what I mean? Three squares. That's it. If you're using more than three squares, sit there for a minute. Let it ventilate. Do your Kegels. Let things dry. Your schedule can't be that jammed right now. If you can't if you can't leave the house, you, if you don't have time for 10 Kegels a day, maybe work on your time management skills. Just let it air out. You could probably use some time in the bathroom alone hiding from your loved ones. <laughs> anyway, I've got to stop talking about toilet paper. Although, can I just really quick address the controversy around when Bert was on, Kreischer, we both bonded over both being back to front wipers. And I was stunned at the backlash against this. Most people, I guess, are front to back wipers, which who who are the who are you who how dare you who are you are you the cat people you're cat people aren't you i knew it i i, I have a theory i feel like dog people are back to front wipers and cat people are <laughs> front to back wipers i think i'm onto something here okay cat people the cat people are back front to back wipers and uh, there's there's the Skype people, they're the Pepsi people, they're the black licorice people instead of the red licorice people. You know what I mean? Dog and cat people are opposite on everything. So dog people are back to front wipers, red licorice, Zoom over Skype, and Coke over Pepsi. I think that's how clean this divide is in America. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are going to let me know <laughs> that there is right in my comments section. You know what? I have to read about some of our sponsors. And one of them, I don't even want to read the copy because I really do use these earbuds. They're called Raycon. I use them in the live streaming um, fundraiser this weekend. Notice I didn't have headphones in. I just had my little Raycon wireless earbuds. They're uh, Bluetooth. Uh, they not only are half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, which is nice because a lot of people aren't getting freaking paychecks right now. So these are cheaper. Um, the E25 are their best ones. They go for like six hours. You don't have to constantly be charging them and losing them. And they have um, these little uh what do you call it? Like a little thing that they go in and you plug it right in. It's so cute. It's actually really very sleek and Kind of adorbs. Uh, wireless earbuds are comfortable. You put them in. You forget you have them in. That's how comfortable you are. It's kind of nice because then you have them in and then people won't talk to you because they see you have earbuds in and they think you're maybe busy, which is really nice. Great way to avoid people. Uh, they go great with masks, the masks that we're all required to wear now. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are stylish. They're discreet. No dangling wires or stems. Doesn't look like you have robot dicks hanging out of your ears. Um... You've heard other celebrities have talked about this. Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge. Uh, pick up a pair. See what the hype is all about. Because you're working from home. Everyone's working from home. You're going to need some good earbuds. You're going to get 15% off if you order at buyraycon.com slash Whitney. I'm giving you 15% off. You're welcome. Buyraycon.com slash Whitney. 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. They're the ones you've seen me wearing in my stories, in my uh, freaking main feed posts, my Twitter posts. Buyraycon.com slash 
Whitney. All right. Oh, we're all spending a lot of time in our homes, unfortunately. And you know what that means. Your home needs to be a cozy place. Your home needs to be a place you want to be because we're going to have to be here for a while. Okay. That's, that's where article comes in. Okay. You can make your dream patio a reality because that's pretty much as far as you can go at this point away from your home to your patio. Okay. This is actually my favorite, um, furniture store it's super i'm not even looking at the ads i'm now itching my eyes but um it's this like boutique furniture but you can get it all online and it's i can't you've seen them in my my instagrams because i have lots of article furniture in my house it's very like scandinavian mid-century modern aesthetic but it's also kind of an industrial bohemian it's very clean it's very clean sleek timeless little rustic and uh they're not stupid prices because right now with, uh, people don't have a lot of cash to throw around. You shouldn't be overspending. Furniture is so ridiculously expensive. Here you're going to save 30% off traditional retail prices. They keep the prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. There's no showrooms, no salespeople to pay, no retail markups, fast, affordable shipping available across USA and Canada. And it's free on orders over $999. That's a hot steal. All in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase, $100 or more. That's awesome. Go to article.com slash Whitney, and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. Got to decorate your house right now. Got to decorate your apartment or your boat or whatever you live on because you're going to be looking at it for another many months article.com slash whitney fifty dollars off your first purchase a hundred dollars or more back wipers i commend you you seem to be in the majority front to back with your are i don't know how you do i truly don't know how you swivel like that like how do you not snap your spinal cord i tried to do it i think i popped my achilles heel i couldn't even good for you for having such agile shoulders and such a strong core but i can't i feel like i'm gonna sprain my butt or something <laughs> my wrist just doesn't go that way my dimensions are up. i cannot do back no front to back i can't even say it i'm dyslexic i don't know maybe that's why i am a back to front wiper <laughs> i'm a huncher i'm a full crow magnon huncher i look like a hobbit when i wipe like oh remember those things roly polies pill bugs what do you call them they hunch up into a little ball that's me when i pee full hunch it's very precise Mm. Anyway, we got to move on. I am also very paranoid because I have a delicate pelvis. That's a true statement. It's a true fact. It's science. One time I, pra- I, I, I thought I cracked my pelvic bone, fell off a horse. This was like two years ago. Go to the ER. This is back when ERs were for anything but coronavirus, when you could just go to the ER. Those days are gone. They did an x-ray of my pelvis, Okay. And the doctor was like, yeah, you have a huge crack in your pelvic bone. And I was like, oh, fuck. And the dude showed me the x-ray. And I looked at it and I was like, hey, asshole, that's not a crack in my pelvis. That's my IUD. How did you how did you not know that? I that that diagnosis cost me $800. Thank you, Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> it's American health care for you. All right. I got to I got to move on from this anyway. This is where Benton would tell me to move on, pinch me under the table, kick me, something. Um, 
Maybe I should call Benton. Where's my? I don't know where my phone is. Back. He also would have my phone. <laughs> falling apart <laughs> without Benton here. I can't believe I haven't starved to death. Um, I do though. I do. I have been talking to a lot of people that are in relationships right now. I bet you guys are learning a lot about each other in quarantine, probably learning too much. Uh, you're probably, honestly, the days of mystery and intrigue are probably just over. You're in each other's face constantly, you know? Like, I feel like you're probably finding out that like, your significant other's like cute hobbies are actually like full-blown addictions <laughs> that have been hidden from you like you don't notice shit until you're with like you didn't notice how many glasses of white wine she was having you kind of came home at seven and there was one now you realize that was the fourth <laughs> a friend of mine <laughs> call me i'm sorry this isn't funny this is serious told me that her boyfriend was slipping Baileys into his coffee every morning. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, I just feel like we were too busy to notice shit like that before, you know? And also, we're, we're trying to keep ourselves busy. We're going through drawers. We're cleaning out cupboards. You're going to find some tricky shit you might not want to see. You're going to find pills, little mini bottles of vodka that they give out in the hotels and airplanes inside of Christmas stocking. You're going to find a little mini Maker's Mark, <laughs> little Adderall pills. In the advent calendar, you might find some old pornos rolled up into a Pringles can. I don't know. You're going to find some weird shit. But, you know, but you, I'm going to tell you something right now. Auntie Whitney has some advice. Drop it. Let it go. Put a pin in it. Now is not the time to have confrontations with each other because there's nowhere to go. You can't leave. You can't storm out right now. It's illegal. <laughs> so just if you're going to think you're going to find weird shit, resist the urge to clean out the closets and the luggage and the drawers it is funny it, it is funny to me when you find out that someone's cute hobby is a full-blown addiction they can't live without when you're like oh i thought you liked to work out i didn't realize you needed to work out or else you'd start picking random fights about nothing i didn't realize that without your spin class you'd start attacking my character for no reason <laughs> I didn't realize that without your Pilates class, the sight of me would make you physically ill out of nowhere and you'd start just throwing shit. Didn't realize you were so angry without your routine. Okay? When you don't have that soy milk, you suddenly hate my family. Good to know. Copy that. Oh, God. Didn't realize if you didn't get your favorite Entenmann's cake at the grocery store that you would just withhold emotion for days at a time, start texting your ex. Good to know for when we get out of this. I thought you enjoyed watching basketball. I didn't realize you couldn't mentally function without watching it and would start to deteriorate as a person. <laughs> Put that in my notes. Like you're probably noticing how much porn your significant other watches. And you know what? I, delete the cookies, okay? Uh, some people are useful in this time. There's a couple things I can do. I can't sew masks. I can deliver food to nurses, which I've been doing. And the other thing I can be helpful at is reminding you guys to delete your cookies. I think I'm going to save a lot of relationships. Only thing more important than washing your hands right now is delete past searches. You're bound to share a computer in quarantine at some point. Last thing you need right now is the girl to stumble into your amateur animated porn skits. What is that, by the way? Why, what is it with the animated porn? There's so much porn has gotten 
weird. And I don't watch really porn. I was, I did go to Pornhub like a week ago to mm, something like that too. Cause, um, my nude, uh, leak was trending. Don't mean to brag, but you got to take the wins where they come. And I, <laughs> I went on to like Pornhub and I, I, I thought it was just porn. I thought people were just watching people have sex. No, 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 no. That's not enough anymore. There's, there's animated porn that's like cartoons. And then there's porns that are like comedy skits. That's the, like sketches, porn <laughs> sketches. Like, it's like, um, uh, I'm trying to, it, it's like a, a girl will be like on a bunk bed and she'll fall off and then like a dick will go on her nose or something. <laughs> I am laughing. Uh, but it's like some dumb bit. It's like mad TV with dicks or something. There's some like like a prat fall, like some, you know, dick will go into the wrong thing or it's a lot of people walking in finding their man with someone else and they're like, what? And they get all fake mad. And they, you think the girls are going to fight, but then it just gets sexual out of nowhere. And they're like, what? And they make like funny faces, like with bug eyes. <laughs> like, I don't, like, is this sexy to anyone? Bad comedy? Is anyone like, yeah, nothing gets me off. Like a poorly written comedy sketch. <laughs> nothing gets me in the mood. Like jokes that fall flat. <laughs> I mean, imagine, oh, imagine a porn star showing up to work and the director's like okay all right we're gonna rework the scene a little bit same scene as yesterday but this time it's gonna be hilarious we're gonna do a bit like do you do any impressions <laughs> she's like yeah i do an impression of a woman that wants to have sex with a stranger for money because this is the only profession where women can make more money than men that's the impression i do i don't do Barbie Streisand. <laughs> I was going to try to say Liza Minnelli, but then I got it confused with Adina Menzel. And I was like, Adina Menzelli. <laughs> uh, and then Benton would have been able to fix that for me. All right. Now I'm going to read a couple words from our sponsors because the words coming from my brain are very crazy. All right. We all want to keep our bodies healthy right now. It's all we're thinking about, keeping our immune system strong, our brains sharp, staying healthy right now. Uh, it's a crazy time, and our health is, we are very quickly realizing, the most important thing in the world. Uh, that's where ritual comes in. I'm just going to say it. I take this pill. I, I've been taking it uh, like eight months before I even started a podcast. So you know that I'm not full of bull crap over here. Um, it's the reason I love it is because it's uh, omega threes, D3. I mean, my doctor told me to take it. Um, and omega three without burping up wharf taste afterwards. I, they have like, there's like a little tiny thing of mint in there. So when you take it, you're not just burping up like cod and shit and smelling disgusting because we're wearing face masks now. So you don't want to burp up your fish oil and then have to smell it and be trapped in your mask. You know what I mean? Uh, vegan friendly, sugar free, non-GMO, gluten free, allergen free. Okay. There's no secrets. There's no secret 
additives or chemicals. No bull crap here. Subscription is easy to start. Oh, it's also nice because they just send it to you. That's right. You don't run out and then go, oh, I got to order my thing. It just comes automatically. Your health's the most important thing right now. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash Whitney to start your ritual today. Nothing is more important than your health. 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Whitney. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. All right. I know that you guys think that just because you're not allowed to work outside the home or just because there's a pandemic, you don't have to shave your balls. Untrue. Guys, no one wants to see your bushy steel wool pubes. I'm just going to say it, okay? There's nothing attractive about seeing a, a bird's nest and then a little, you know, peewee hiding in the bird's nest. Get, you got to shave your nest, guys. Even in a pandemic, even more so than ever, you're trapped with your loved one. You got to stay sharp, stay smooth. You can't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. It's just that's disgusting. That's not not in this climate where sanitation is number one. All right. Got to use this. This Manscaped makes a lawnmower 3.0. OK, it's this. It's I mean, look, even if you're listening and you're a, a gal, you should just buy it for your man. I'm telling you that you, you owe it to yourself during this quarantine. OK. They, they, they've got a, something called a crop preserver, crop reviver. These keep your balls from sweating and smelling and sticking because you're probably just sitting there on your couch all day getting all swampy. It's gross. You guys have got to keep your balls on point. Don't drop the ball on your balls in quarantine. I'm going to help you get your balls on point and get them beautiful. Okay? Good for you wants you to have beautiful balls. <laughs> You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Whitney at manscaped.com. Perfect gift for your man or just buy it yourself. Your balls will thank you. Your bitches will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping. Code Whitney at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping. Manscaped.com. Use the code Whitney. Thank you, Manscaped. Um, can you, I just cannot imagine a porn star showing up to set and being asked to do a comedy skit. She's like, no, I signed up to have sex with a complete stranger, not humiliate myself. The director's like, you know what this threesome needs? Some LOLs. <laughs> She's like, no, I signed up for a threesome with some little people, not to completely embarrass myself. So dumb. Sex isn't enough anymore. We've gotten desensitized. We've gotten desensitized. We've and and now it's gotta be like Charlie Chaplin 
sex. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin slipped and fell on a dick. 90 million views. Wow. This is really a lot. It's a lot to take in. We're really in a um, reckoning, aren't we? Aren't we? Wouldn't you say there's there's no more pretending anymore now that we're in a pandemic? There's no more like remember before quarantine when uh, there used to be like self-help about like being authentic. Like just be yourself. Just be authentic. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. We have no choice but to be authentic right now. We're all on day five of dry shampoo. No showering. Just being authentic. Isn't it weird how that just happened overnight? We went from pretending to like being like blondes and not having gray hair to just fully, this is who I am. Take it or leave it, motherfucker. <laughs> you seeing my grays? You seeing my mustache? What are you going to do? Are you going to leave me? Where are you going to go? It's illegal to go outside. Good luck. If you're a germaphobe, especially. If you're with a germaphobe, you really have the upper hand. Go. Cheat on me. I dare you. See if it's worth that dry cough. <laughs> we really can't. Can't hide anymore. You know? I do I do think, though, one fight that I heard about uh, a friend of mine is you're going to be seeing your girlfriend or wife without makeup probably a lot. And I highly advise that you guys... Do not do the thing where you try to compliment a woman for not wearing makeup and you think it's going to go well. It's never gone well. Guys will be like, you look so much prettier without makeup. When you guys do that, she's always wearing it. Okay. Guys only do that when women aren't wearing lipstick. You guys don't know what makeup is or when we have it on. Okay. You just, when we're not wearing it, we usually look like sick. You know? You guys be like, are you okay? That saying, you look so much prettier without makeup. That just means we don't have on lipstick. Okay. That, so last time this happened to me, I had on like my foundation and my like base, right? And then I had on like eyeliner, eyeshadow and blush. And I hadn't put my lipstick on yet because I do that after I drink my coffee and I go downstairs and my dude was like, you look so much prettier without makeup. And I was like, bitch. I'm wearing a full face of makeup. I'm just not wearing lipstick. You don't know me. <laughs> don't say it. It's going to cause a fight. Just don't comment on her appearance. If you see like a weird hair growing out of her chin, just don't say it. Don't say anything. Weird hair growing out of the side of the cheek, out of a mole. Just don't. Just be quiet. Shh. Oh, you know what else I was thinking about? Like, there's a lot of people now who are going to have to live up to their own hype. You're going to have to show who you really... There's no excuse anymore to not cook. Like, I remember when I used to date guys, I would, like, pretend I could cook. But I was like, oh, I'm so busy. Like, oh, wish I had time to make my famous rosemary chicken one day. Now's the time, bitch. Now's the time to make that famous chicken cordon blue. you're always saying. You're good at. <laughs> What's your excuse now? Hmm? I guess you could say that you can't go to the grocery store if that's legitimate. Hmm. But you're it's remember like in uh what was it Love is Blind when she kept talking about her Italian beef? I was like this bitch can't make Italian beef. No one talks up Italian beef this much and fucking lives up to the hype. 
Now what? What's she doing? What was her name? Tiffany? Jessica? Whatever. She better be making that Italian beef for someone in quarantine. Live up to your own hype, you know? I do think, though, that I was I was thinking about couples like this might be a good for couples because it's a good way to get a taste of what it'll be like to grow old together. You know what I mean? Flash forward because this is what we're doing. We're all 70 year old retired people right now. You know, you can get a flash forward of what it's like to be with your partner at home all day, you know, in slippers, spending the whole week planning a trip to the store, being worried about germs Walking around in pajamas, worried about toilet paper. This is what it'll be like when you're 70. That's what people say in their vows. I can't wait to grow old with you. It happened. We just grew old. We're now living that old life. Being paranoid about neighbors. Being suspicious about everyone. We say I want to grow old with me. You. I just said me. (laughs) Hey, Whitney, I want to grow old with me. That was telling. That was a very telling slip, actually. (laughs) I almost shoplifted the other day. <laughs> I have like notes that I'm like looking at. They're just like little like bullet points. And I, I forgot that I, I forgot that I wrote that down. Oh, I was at Whole Foods um, and I only needed one thing and I didn't want to get in line, you know, because like I didn't... To deal with people, I was like, it's probably actually more ethical for me if I'm a asymptomatic carrier to just walk out with this olive oil. Do you know what I mean? Like me walking over there could mean I spread this thing and me just walking out the door with this $8 olive oil could <clears throat> stop me from spitting out like 50 little droplets of, of Corona if I have it. So it's probably more ethical for me to just shoplift. And then I was like, oh, this is how criminals think. This is how looters think. This is how it starts. This is the psychology. It it always makes sense to the criminal in their head. They always think it's a good idea. No one thinks they have a bad idea. You ever thought about that? That's my stoner insight of the day. No one, everyone thinks their ideas are good. That's why they do them. Everyone thinks things are going to pan out well. No one's like, I have a, a bad idea. I'm going to do it. They're like, this is a good idea. It makes total sense. They rationalize it. That's what I was doing in Whole Foods. <laughs> like, like, it's with people's, like, it's so weird to think that no one tries to dress shitty. Everyone thinks they're dressing really good. No one wakes up and thinks they look like shit. No one's like, oh, God. Ugh. These pleated khakis with a Hawaiian Tommy Bahama shirt and Crocs. This looks stupid. I'm going to wear it. No, they think they're nailing it. I like getting in other people's heads. Anything to get out of my own at this point. It's weird. It's so, it's incredible how judgy we all are in a pandemic. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the level of fear we all have makes us so critical of people. We're all so superior. Like I, (laughs) I find myself uh, picking everyone apart. I go for a walk and I'm like, what's he doing? They're standing awfully close together. Why is she on the phone? touching her face if you're holding your phone you're touching your face dumbass probably not disinfecting her phone either when she goes home i can see it her phone's shiny it's greasy samsung no case just screams corona like your brain just attacks judges one of those acrylic nails she probably isn't cleaning under her acrylic nails those are probably did you slice all your fucking lee press on nails lady (laughs) 
I mean, it's just you. Uh, fear makes us fucking judgy. Do you think? And it also, <laughs> I feel like it makes people judgy and makes people think they're experts on shit. Like stopping to talk to someone on the street is so annoying or talking to anyone right now is so annoying because everyone thinks they're an expert and they say shit. They just, people just make up things, statistics. People be like, you know, 90% of people who get this are over 60. You don't know that. No one knows anything. And that the statistics are different every day. You, you 93% of people got it because 20% were sure they wouldn't get it. Like what? That's not a statistic. That's where did you, you heard someone else say that who doesn't know anything and you're repeating it. Where are the receipts for these statistics you're throwing out? <laughs> the things people say with total confidence that they just, this game of telephone where they just heard it from someone else. They're like, yeah, you know, if you don't get the dry cough within two days and you don't get the shortness of breath within three and a half days, and if you just make sure to not eat too much linguine, you're good. I'm like, huh? What do you want from me? Just take notes on your inside. Like, wh you, why are you bragging that you know? I know. I have the news. I, I have the same news you have. You're repeating me what I just, I know. People have like news Tourette's. They just want so badly to parrot what they've heard to like seem smart or something. People are like, yeah, it's a dry cough. It's a fever. It lives on surfaces for three days. Yeah, it's a dry cough. Yeah, China has lots of smokers. Don't touch your face. 14 days show symptoms, dry cough. Some people are not even symptomatic, dry cough, dry cough, dry cough. It's like um, like Corona Tourette's. You just say that all the times you've learned, you just little shelf, there's a dry cough, dry cough. It lives on surfaces for three days. <clears throat> like, dude, I, I know. I know, dude. We just, <laughs> it's also like people on these text chains. I'm sure everyone is on a bunch of text chains. I have one text chain that's people downplaying it and then a text chain that's people totally hysterical and overblowing it. One of them's like, oh, it's a hoax. My other text chain is like, I have it. <laughs> I'm like, it's really exhausting to go back and forth because also what people do is they then send articles that support whatever they believe. You know what I mean? They'll send me because I told you. Like, you're curate, you're selecting the one article that supports the point of view you've had for three weeks, and now you're sending it to everyone, being like, told you. Like, I I don't need anyone to send me news. I don't need anyone to send me article. I'm gonna see it. I got I got it, dude. We have the same websites, the same news comes up. People wanna be the first one to get the news. I wake up to like seven people sending me links. I'm like, okay, you woke up before me. What do you want to fucking check you want a trophy for getting to the news that i have waiting in my computer do you want to text it to me like you're the fucking paper boy i got it like no okay <laughs> people want credit like it's like you wrote the article or something it's too much like it's it's so funny because people just want to it's like you're basically just ruining my morning you're sending, I like to, I like to go to the news when I'm ready to process the news. Please don't send me a non-consensual negative article before I'm ready. I will see the news when I'm emotionally prepared. I'm going to, I'm going to have my coffee, but you got to text me a fucking news article. 5,000 people dead. Dude, you're a fucking bumming me out. I will get to that information when I'm psychologically prepared. Don't ambush me with horrible... <laughs> It's <laughs> like...
it's so like it's like egging someone's house you're just like throwing a shitty piece of information at me without me asking <laughs> don't send me articles i didn't ask for you know you're stressing me out dude i will get the bad news on my own time you snitch trying to send me bad news before i see it's like the it's like it's like you want me to owe you or something like oh my god thank you for sending this thank you so much no i got it you're just <laughs> stressing me out dude mm. i've been meeting my neighbors hey carol pleasure to meet you this is what it took it took a pandemic for me to meet my neighbors but i have uh, all my neighbors love Under Armour. They love, they love, I'm learning, women over 45, they love a lilac, un, they love a periwinkle sneaker and a lilac wrap yoga top. You know, I'm noticing, I'm seeing a lot of lilac out there. It's the color of the pandemic. <laughs> I usually avoid my neighbors, but now I'm like, you guys need anything? You need any wipes? You need any Purell? Like, people I've been avoiding for years, I now care deeply about. It's so weird what a global pandemic will do to your heart. It will make you nice. It will melt the ice on your heart. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know these people. They could be murderers for all I know. I'm like, do you guys need some lemons? Which I'd like to share my harvest. I don't know what they're doing in there. They could be cutting up bodies. They could be Dexter. I don't know. And I'm like, do you need any limes? guy with the tarp on your house for no reason that fucking guy i mean i that's the other thing is don't tell me you're bored and have a tarp on your house don't have obvious chores that your neighbors can see and then complain that you're bored my neighbors are like i'm so bored i'm like okay then why don't you move the car that's on your lawn to the fucking driveway it's been four months are you bored? Why don't you train your fucking dog? Because all it does is bark, and every time I walk by, it attacks me. If you have so much time on your hands, take the tarp down. It's fucking up the property value of the whole neighborhood. Can't be that bored. Your garage looks like a yard sale. Do you really need nine rice cookers? <laughs> uh, sorry, that was like a weirdly snotty inhale. Um... How long have I been talking? Jesus, let me check. I feel like I've been rambling for way too long. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Hold on. I'm doing this by myself. Jesus, I've been talking for 48 minutes. God. See, Benton would really start snapping his fingers and making me hurry the fuck up. All right, this is too long already, but here's what I'm going to do. I've been rambling. Um, I do... Yeah, I'll talk about Tiger King. Okay, I'll talk about Tiger King. I have to take deep breaths because this subject matter really angers me and I don't want to shame anyone. I don't want to upset. I understand why people are watching it. I understand why it's so captivating. I understand it's wacky. It's crazy. We're in a pandemic and we just want to escape. I know it's entertaining. Um, you're not a bad person for watching it. But you guys, if you do want to know from an animal welfare perspective what's going on, happy to tell you. Um... If you don't know uh, about me, uh, I spend most of my time when I'm not working attacking these people and uh, helping the legitimate sanctuaries, um, which they are not. None of the people you saw in that documentary are legitimate. Um, clean up these messes of private exotic animal ownership. Uh, 
so I just I happen to kind of know a lot about this. So I'm going to try to break it down as clearly as I can. The first thing I would say is if you're interested in this, please go to lionstigersandbears.org. Um, there's a video on it about the exotic animal trade and what private apex predator ownership does um, and why it is so abusive and so bad. So I know it's like funny and silly and like this guy with tigers and bleh. Uh, they're very bad people. They're funny people. They're interesting people. I get why they're captivating, but it is um, abuse. Uh, there's billions of dollars in the exotic animal trade. Uh, exotic animal trafficking is the fourth most profitable illegal business in the United States. Um, arms, drugs, human trafficking, and then animal trafficking. Um, Y'all thought I was crazy, but no. Y'all made fun of me for trying to rescue the giraffe at Malibu Safaris, who's illegally there. All these fuckers are in cahoots with each other. The LA exotic animal trade is huge. And I ended up learning a lot about it because of the movie business, you know. Um, they used to put animals in movies, which was is always, always, always abuse. Always, 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 always. So, um, you know, to get a lion, tiger, or bear to stand on a beach ball or ride a bike or be in a movie, a tremendous amount of abuse has to happen. Um, but we are so far removed from our own instincts and so disconnected at this point from animals that we're like, to, uh, maybe this bear just wants to be an actor. Maybe this tiger just wants to balance on a beach ball every night in front of hundreds of people and live in a cage that's 10 by 4 feet. No. Um... There's tons more of these people as well. And uh, I hate these people. Um, I really, I'm, I'm trying to articulate my thoughts. Um, so here's the deal. So the, the worst, there's a lot of bad parts of this. Pretty much, you have to understand this isn't conservation. How about that? Let me start with this. A lot of people go, but they're conserving animals. No, they're not. In order to conserve tigers, you don't have to breed them and then kill them, which is what they do. So in order to ever touch an apex predator, you have to take it from its mom as soon as it is born and just use your head. Think for a second. How do you think that goes down? People are holding tiger cubs, lion cubs, bear cubs. They're like, this is so cute. How do you think they got it away from the mom? You know, tigers, lions, bears are famous for being protective of their cubs. You might have kids or a niece. Why, why would a tiger give up its cubs? It wouldn't. They have to abuse it. They have to kill it. They have to drug it. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I'm trying to make this a little more jaunty so it's not depressing. Um, yeah, they kill them. It's awful. And uh, they, or they'll drug the mom or whatever they need to do. So uh, no lion, tiger, or bear is like, you know what? <sighs> I'm going to give you my precious cubs. I'm going to give them to you. Uh, I, I actually want them to live their lives being held by talentless influencers who lack skills, who have to hold tigers in order to get likes on Instagram. You know what? I love them, but I'm going to give them over to you. <laughs> like, why would any lion or tiger do that? They wouldn't. It's horrific. And when anyone is holding a lion, tiger, or bear cub, they're getting um, immune uh, 
disorders. Uh, there's a, a bear that actually passed away, but he's on my Instagram um, that was at Lions and Tigers and Bears. That was one of the rare cases where you're able to see an apex predator after they've been in the cub petting trade where people held them and he can kind of hardly walk and move and they have neurological problems because they're not getting their mom's milk and they're not um, uh, able to build up their immune system because they're being held by a bunch of strangers that are covered in germs and stuff. So it's so anytime someone's holding a lion, tiger, or bear cub, that's abuse, right? And then in order to put a chain around a tiger, swim with a tiger, touch a tiger, you will have had to take it from his mother when it was a baby so that it trusts you, obviously, and um, is docile enough. So if it's an adult, it's abuse also, right? No, any tiger, lion, or bear that's not acting like a tiger, lion, or bear has been <laughs> through this, right? Uh, in no world is a tiger, lion, or bear just going to like be super cool with being on a chain and being walked around for a documentary. That means a lot of abuse happened. A lot of the moms um, and older ones, which I think they talked about in the documentary, are sent to can hunting facilities or they're just killed. Can hunting is a, um, if you look it up, it's a hunting facility where basically a lion, tiger, or bear that has been raised by humans and has not developed the instinct to be afraid of humans is sent to a hunting facility and someone just shoots it even though it's not scared of humans so it's not really hunting because they're not running there's no it's just beyond comprehension um or they'll just kill it uh to make space for the cubs because the cubs make them more money so i think you guys know this i feel like i'm not giving you any information that you probably don't already know um breeding is the number one uh red flag in a sanctuary there should be no breeding you shouldn't see any babies at all there's already 6000 uh apex predators in private captivity in the united states not including circuses uh, some of these motherfuckers like those already need homes those already need to go to real sanctuary and not be living in people's attics and basements and shit so there's no need to breed new lions and tigers and bears it's not conservation to force tigers to fuck and then give them miserable lives and charge people to hold them and then kill them. That's not conservation. That's abuse. So enough with this bullshit conservation argument. Um, you guys get it. You know. Like, I, I think that a lot of people go like, oh, they must know some shit. I don't know. They don't. They don't. Um, just common sense is, like, totally applicable here. But I think with human beings, it's so funny that, like, we only think that someone is an asshole when they have shitty clothes and hair like it it we don't look at their behavior we only look at their hair and their facial hair like people are asking me they're like are those people that have tigers do they abuse the tigers i'm like listen to what you're saying it's right there in your question the guy does the guy that has the tiger on a chain with the tigers behind chicken wire do they abuse the tiger yes just use your face just use your head use your eyeballs just look at what you're seeing this, how, in what world is this humane? Like, tigers should not be behind chicken wire and on leashes, right? The only version of being tolerably humane is to have tigers not in the wild is if you are saving them from circus or sanctuary. There's no reason to breed uh, your own. I mean, circuses are just a whole other fucking nightmare. But I think people don't, they, it's so weird how we give people the benefit of the doubt with this, you know? Like, in order for us to think people that privately owned tigers were crazy, we had to see them in like chaps and gold lamé shirts and and Daisy Dukes, and ha they had to have handlebar mustaches. People were like, "I think there might be something wrong with them." Yeah, no shit, they 
They have tigers in their backyard and they charge people to hold them. How did you think animals abusers dressed? Do you think they were <laughs> like Ann Taylor Loft? <laughs> you think they just swung by J. Crew on the way back from shipping tigers in a shoebox to hunting facility? <laughs> Like, I just, we need to see that they have mullets and wanted to a music career to think that they're psychotic. Like, that's what it comes to. Like, they have to be in silver tank tops. It's so, we all, we do this with everyone. It's like, with Phil Spector, we're like, his hair is crazy. Yeah, he also killed someone. Hitler, that mustache. Yeah, that's the least crazy thing about Hitler. Donald Trump, his hair, that's all anyone cares about. If he had good hair, we'd be like, you know what? Firing the pandemic department, that was a pretty good idea. We only care. Like Ted Bundy, he had a girlfriend for years because he had good hair. They're like, ah, there's no way that, yeah, what? There's a, so what? There's some blood splatters on his neck every night. It's his hair. It's just, look at that hairline. <laughs> Anyone with exotic animals that touches them are psychopaths, which is so funny to me because. Someone that has more than two cats, like house cats, we think are crazy. But more than two tigers, cool. Conservationist. I mean, why don't tiger people get the reputation cat people get? Cat people, you should be up in arms about this. You can't have more than two house cats or people think you're batshit crazy. But more than two tigers, I want to be that guy's friend. Or she's a hero. Imagine, imagine... Just to put this in perspective, if someone had in their yard 50 cats, we'd think they were nuts. Cats, like house cats, tabbies. 50 tigers, cool, fine. Why don't we see these? These are hoarders. These people are hoarders. Hoarders of attention, hoarders of money, hoarders of exotic animals. This is the only way that they could make money. These are people that are too stupid to be drug dealers. They were too stupid to be burglars. Like, they couldn't even be... All the easy ways, cheap, easy, cut corner ways to make money, they couldn't even do. Like, these are the motherfuckers that couldn't even sell drugs because they would, like, put too much laundry detergent in it and, like, kill someone. They couldn't be burglars. These were the motherfuckers that would, like, come back with, like, a blow dryer. They're like, that's what you burgled? Why didn't you steal a laptop? They're like, I don't know. They're too dumb. They're like, tigers, easiest way to make money very quickly by exploiting an exotic animal. They make tons of money. But nope. Guys got to look at the hair. Like that thing with Doc Antle coming out of the fucking water with the elephant. Everyone's like, look at his ponytail. Look at the bull hook in his hand. He's electrocuting an elephant. That's a bull hook. Look in his hands. He always has that. That's what that is. It's a little electric um, a device to electrocute the elephant. You think an elephant just wants to be in photo shoots and have this fucking asshole ride him all day? No elephant wants that. It's so weird how we talk ourselves into that, our denial. We did it with SeaWorld forever. It took, they had, the <laughs> the whale had to kill a trainer for us to think that maybe the whale wasn't happy, which we now know they drugged all those killer whales all the time. And the second they forgot to give the whales the fish, like Xanax stuffed fish or whatever, the buckets of Xanax fish, whatever they were giving them, <laughs> the second they forgot to give them the bucket of fish, the killer whale killed a trainer. And they're like, What? You mean the whale didn't like doing performances? The whale didn't like doing flips? How could a killer whale kill anything? If only there was something indicating that a killer whale killed things. We had no heads up. What a curveball. It's called a killer whale. It doesn't make any sense.
Mm. Oh, yeah, my point about the cats. If there was a person with 50 cats in their backyard and the cats were in cages that were the ratio that the tigers are in, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to to figure out a way to say this that's not super dyslexic. Like, you know, the tigers, the, the law, which is a horrific law, is 10 by 10 feet, I believe, for as in Oklahoma, right? Uh, I'm, I'm asking, oh, literally no one's in this room to Google it for me. Um, but let's say that based on the size of the tiger, 10 by 10 feet, whatever that ratio is, if there were tabby cats in cages that were like one by one feet, whatever the ratio is, there would be riots in the streets. Where are the don't fuck with cats people from that documentary? Where, why aren't they on these tiger people? Why aren't they finding all the dead tigers and dead lions and shit in these motherfuckers' freezers? Oh, gosh. If people kept their house cats in crates like this and on fucking chains and shit, there would be protests. There would be marches. If if there was a kitten farm, right? If there was like a, a place where you could go hold kittens for photos for six hours... People would say it was inhumane. People would be outraged. Having 50 people hold a kitten in a day, we'd freak out. But tigers, we love it. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's too much. I mean, we've just gone and we've gone. We just we have like completely disconnected with our own understanding of the natural world. Right. Like we think we're so far removed from apex predators being dangerous. Like, there was a guy who got eaten by a bear. (laughs) I think we watched the video. Who was it? Me and Tim Dillon or someone? In India, eaten by a bear. Trying to take a selfie with it. Like, we forgot that bears are dangerous? In what world? Like, I don't know if it's because we watch cartoons or we've seen bears in movies. Like, we spent thousands of years evolving to stop getting attacked by lions and bears and now we're back to getting eaten by lions and bears by like choice it's like the fucking darwin awards um we had to see the mullets we had to see the mullets that's what it came to um i feel like this is becoming a bummer maybe this is interesting to you guys everyone seems to really care about this but um it's bad you know that they're drugged you know they're abused I mean, I mean, you even people were texting me when they started watching Joe Exotic. They're like, how come they're dragging these tigers across the floor? Because they're on drugs. That's why. That's not how lions move. Look at a video of lions and tigers in the wild. And then look at the video of lions and tigers in the Joe Exotic show. What's it called? Tiger King? Different. They're not that slow. Okay. That's not how that would go down if the tiger wasn't on fucking Percocet and taken from its mom at two days old. You know, tigers don't act like that. They're all... There's an opioid crisis in the exotic animal community. If a tiger is not acting like a tiger, it's been electrocuted, abused, taken from its mom, drugged, something. No tiger just chooses to be friends with some shithead like that. Mm. There's a great article by Natasha Daly about all this in uh, the um, uh, National Geographic about these tiger petting zoos and how they abuse them. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, I feel like I need to move on. This is starting to depress me. (laughs) Oh, Hollywood. Hey, Hollywood. 
There's going to be a scripted version of this movie, it seems like, with Kate McKinnon, who I adore. You guys better not be using tigers in this fucking movie, or I'm going to go berserk. Because that's abuse. Anytime you see a lion, tiger, or bear in a movie, they say the tiger almost died in that um, The Life of Pi. What was the movie with the tiger? I should post that. Um, yeah. Water for Elephants. All those, all that shit. It's bad. So bad. Such a bummer. Um, but I feel like I'm in the minority when I'm like, because people just want photos with these things. They just want to believe that it's humane. And I don't wish this on anyone. Like, I, my life sucks because I know, I know how they get bears to stand up. I know how they get bears to juggle fucking or stand on beach balls and ride bikes. And I, I like, I know what they do. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. And once you learn it, you can't unlearn it. And I have nightmares. I don't wish this on anyone. <laughs> Like, I, I almost don't want to tell you guys this because it will ruin fucking every movie with an animal in it, every zoo. Like, once you learn, it's it's really hard to go back. And you're the bummer at the dinner party who's like, yeah, that photo of you riding, riding elephants in Thailand, you're a part, you're an abusive monster. And then you're the, you're the downer of the party. That is me. Okay, last piece of horrible information. All white tigers are inbred. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see a white tiger, it's all brothers and sisters and mothers and sons fucking. Sorry to break that to you. They have vision problems. They have hearing problems. They're all inbred. Sorry. Sorry about that majestic white tiger that you saw on Instagram, the photo you liked. It's all incest. Anyway, I, we got to move on. We got to move on because I do want to have a semblance of normalcy on the podcast. I want to um, actually, uh, what's it called? Um, do word of the pod, advice of the pod, and thing I learned this week uh, now that I've been talking for an hour. Okay. Um, Benton would normally freaking have this out for me. Um, okay. We are doing word of the pod today. We, as in me alone, me and my multiple personalities. The word of the pod today is this is a good one quixotic is the word is that a good one have you heard that before let me try to pronounce it here quixotic, quixotic. i said that right right quixotic yeah quixotic uh i used it the other day wrong uh so then i looked it up and thought why not share this word it means exceedingly idealistic unrealistic and impractical so it's quixotic to think me yelling about Joe Exotic on my podcast will convince people to stop <laughs> taking selfies with tigers. Um, it may be quixotic to think I'll be touring again in a month. Might be two, three months. Might be quixotic to think a narcissist can love you back. <laughs> Hashtag my 20s. Might be quixotic to think your guy who cheated once won't cheat again. You're being quixotic. You're being a quixotic bitch. Um, we're all probably balancing right now being quixotic and super pessimistic. Pandemic will do that to you. Uh, my advice of the pod, wash your hands. <laughs> That's been my advice for the past month. Um, I wrote this down somewhere. Oh, you know what's weird? The, the advice today is something, no joke, I said. This is going to sound very narcissistic. Someone tagged me in a whatever Instagram post, um, and it was something I had, I read it and I was like, oh, this is good advice. I should read it on the pod. And then I screen grabbed it and I looked at it and it was mine. It was something I said. And I was like, oh, that, no wonder I was tagged. Uh, I thought you guys were just sending me things to talk about on the podcast. It was when I did the Tim Ferriss show. Um, I said this, the problem might not be around in a year, 
but the re- I can't even say my own quote. I stuttered my own quote. What a fucking dumbass. I panicked. The problem won't be around in a year, but your reputation of how you handled it will. Isn't that good? Isn't that a good quote? I was kind of proud of myself. Um, I thought this was a good piece of advice right now because I think we're in circumstances that are uh, unprecedented and we all have to be in very high stress situations, making very difficult choices. Some people have kids at home. Some people are in just, it's really, let's just try to not make permanent decisions based on temporary feelings. You know, like a lot of really intense emotions right now. Uh, This won't be around in a year. There will be a vaccine. And when this happens, we want to make sure that we weren't Make doing damage based on temporary feelings. The problem might not be around in a year, but your reputation of how you handled it will. You don't want in a year someone being like, yeah, she's nuts. Um, so just resist the urge to send that email. Resist the urge to be critical, to say that thing, to raise your voice, whatever it is. You know, don't lose your shit. This isn't forever. Feels like it, but we're going to get through this. That's what we do. We're humans. We have a little really smart people working very hard. And if nothing else, find comfort in the fact that very greedy people are very motivated to get rich. So they will get some meds, a vaccine, something. As much as I hate the pharmaceutical industry, a bunch of greedy psychopaths are going to figure this out. Okay. So they can get even more houses and hide their money in the Caymans. A bunch of corrupt people are going to pull a drug together because that's what they do. Mm. Johnson & Johnson is working on a vaccine. I mean, they also hid the fact that asbestos was in their baby powder for 30 years. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind getting a backup, but, you know, we'll take what we can get right now. <sighs> Just try not to fuck up friendships right now. Don't, don't take the bait. I think we've talked about this before on the show. Don't make a negative contribution to your future right now. Just I just stopped texting with a friend of mine because I love him, but he's not taking this seriously at all. And I'm like, I just can't talk to you till this is over because I don't want to fuck up our friendship. I like you when we're not in a pandemic. In a pandemic, you're ridiculous. You don't get it. You're not a science person. But I really want to stay friends with you when this all blows over. Dick knows. He's such a major dick knows at the moment. Oh, Okay thing I learned this week. I don't know how to say this. So I'm just going to say it. The fish you just bought, if you've even been going to the grocery store, is fake, probably. Most fish is a scam. <laughs> this is the part of the show where I bring up something really like bummery. Like we're running out of sand. We're running out of ninjas. And f- most fish is a scam. Okay. Um, Which is was hard for me to process. It was like finding out that Doogie Hauser wasn't really a doctor. Broke my heart. You know, that Ross and Rachel weren't really a couple. That was traumatizing. So I'm going to read this verbatim. According to researchers, researchers, oh my God, I've been talking for too long. Uh, I have lockjaw of the face. Mislabeling a fish runs rampant with about a quarter of fish being sold as something that they are not. Yellowtail is sold as mahi-mahi. This is gross. Shark that's actually perch. Well, that's maybe a good thing that people aren't eating shark. And everything else that's actually tilapia. The highest mislabeled fish are snapper and tuna at 87% and 59% respectively. DNA analysis revealed that only 7 of 120 samples of red snapper were actually red snapper. 
wow. And the other 113 samples were a different fish, like just some miscellaneous, what, fucking guppy? Like what? Goldfish? Oceana repeats the study, and honest fishermen are awarded their own law. The new study reveals 82 salmon samples collected from grocery stores and restaurants. Four out of those, 43 were mislabeled. DNA testing confirmed that 69% of mislabeled farm Atlantic salmon is being wild caught. Jesus, aren't there laws against this shit? Last year, the Associated Press revealed that human trafficking... What the fuck? Okay, this took a weird turn. Oh, okay. Last year, the Associated Press revealed that human trafficking at Thailand shrimp farms and throughout the industry, the end process requires human hands on peeling of shrimp with low workplace standards. Okay, that's like a whole other thing of that your shrimp might be being peeled by human trafficking victims. Okay, that's for another episode. I can't, I can't, I can't. Not not today. I can't do that today. I'm not emotionally <laughs> prepared for that. And as you guys know, I laugh when I hear something terrible. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do with this information besides, like you guys need more fucking panic in your life right now. Oh, I mean, it seems like we're not going to be eating out for a while. So maybe just don't get hoodwinked with trash fish. I guess that's my main piece of information. Like all this, don't overpay Chilean sea bass. That's fucking, you know what I mean? That's grouper probably. That's nothing. It's it's all a scam. So there you go. I mean, that's not very uplifting. God, I think I have carpal tunnel um, of the tongue. How long have I been going? There's no one here to like tell me to speed it up. I hope this hasn't been completely insane. Um, all right. Well, that happened. There we are. It's now, it's 5.02. Okay, so I've been talking for an hour and a half, I think. Anyway, I hope this wasn't too boring. Um, I think I'm going to do, what's it called? Question and answer maybe next episode. I was thinking about calling Benton. Let me see if I can call him right now. Let's see if he'll pick up. Benton. Um, don't write elephants. Text me 818-239-7527. Let's see if Benton will pick up. Uh, tour dates rescheduled or coming soon. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't pick up. Hello? Hello? Did he send me to voicemail? What the fuck? You there? You there? Why does you always autocorrect to I? You there? He just sent me to voicemail. What a fucker. Um, Hello? Hi. Oh, I couldn't hear you at first. Oh, my gosh. No. I'm recording the podcast. Is there anything you'd like to say? Oh, my gosh. You're recording the podcast all by your lone <laughs> Yes, it's not going well. <laughs> it's really bleak. <laughs> Oh, so well, you're in that little room all by yourself. Yes, I'm all alone. I just talked for an hour and a half, and now you're up. Is there anything you'd like to say? I mean, I just want to tell everyone that I'm doing real lovely here. I already um, told everyone and- to tune into your uh, lives of you, and I am think you're like over there piercing your ears every time I see you, you've got new earrings. I'm doing nothing. Okay, let me be honest with you. I'm not doing a thing. <laughs> uh, I tried shaving my legs recently to see what that'd be like. <laughs> Uh, did you use manscaped.com yeah and uh other than that that's pretty much all i've done no mustache for a minute oh how'd that go um it was creepy i took it off 
Um, the word of the day was quixotic. Quixotic? <laughs> quixotic. Is that like Joe Exotic or what's that? <laughs> no, but I just I just ranted about him for like 30 minutes. It was kind of a bummer. Oh, I bet you did. I feel like you know it, it was a bummer. I was watching that documentary being like, I wonder what the animal queen thinks. Animal Queen just went off, and it it, it, it it got sort of sad. I don't know. I should probably cut it out, but whatever. It's the. It, I mean, it's. I don't know. Are these supposed to be fun? I don't feel like I'm fun enough for this. Fun enough for for what? <laughs> just to be sitting talking alone <laughs> for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're fun enough for it. Um, when I see you next, I've ordered you lots of gifts in my downtime. Really? Yeah, I got you a sweater, <laughs> some stuff to bring. Did I pay for them? No, you did not pay for them. You pay? You bought me gifts? Yeah, I got you a, well, one gift specifically that's for the podcast. It's pretty cool. I think you'll like it. Oh, what is it? It's a it's a sweater. I got this special made sweater. Aw. By the way, Benton, every time he tells me he has a gift for me, I then found out it cost me $400. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> like the horse. Benton ordered me a dress with my horse on it. I was like, yeah, I want that. I didn't know it was $400. I think we talked about it a few times. <laughs> you seem pretty adamant about having that moo. I was drunk. <laughs> you were something. You are not allowed to take any orders from me after 7 p.m. I'm not in my right mind. <laughs> Yeah, I've learned that. I always wait to the next day now to be like, you sure you want those 87 candles? <laughs> of course not. Okay, well, I just wanted to end this on a high note with you. Okay, well, I hope everyone's enjoying the podcast and having a lovely time and staying inside. Ah, an elephant. Don't ride elephants. And I hope that you're inviting everybody to subscribe and like the channel. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. You know that I can't do that, and I shan't, and I shan't. Okay. Well, here's the reminder. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. See you one day. Okay. See you at some point. <laughs> Bye. There he is, my Pooh Bear. Okay. Um, I love you guys. I'm going to, um, oh, God, I never know how to fucking end these. I love you. I'm going to end these, but I have to go turn it off. Um, I'm going to end, end on a weird, awkward note. I love you guys. Stay positive during this precarious time. It's crazy time. We gotta stick together. I'm gonna yell as I go turn this off.